Combat sports fans, it's time for Strong Style. Impact Media's weekly dive off the top rope into the world of mixed martial arts and, of course, professional wrestling. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. I want to welcome you guys in. You guys know I don't usually like doing shows this late in the week, but there's stuff we needed to talk about. So, before we get into that... I want to tell you that if you would like to be a part of the show, leave us a question, comment, suggestion, rating, review, any of those sorts of things. Here are the ways you can do so. You can email us, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. That is the blanket email for all things Impact Media. I'm sure at some point we'll have a fancier one than that, but for now, that is the email. Drop us a line there. You can search for us on Facebook by looking up Strong Style, Impact Media, Jeremy York. Any of those should find us. If you are one of those kind of people who just like to click on a show and listen to it, you can do so by going to our Twitter account, at Team Impact Media. That's T-E-A-M-I-M-P-A-C-T-M-E-D-I-A. Team Impact Media, and you can just scroll down to whichever show you'd like to listen to. You can click on it and listen as many times as you want. Uh, no cap on that. You can also, if you'd like to follow me personally for all things show related and some things uh, not so show related, like um, what was it? Uh, some of the putt shack photos from. Last weekend, where a couple of us were able to check that out, I will tell you that this Sunday, along with uh, one of my nephews, we are going to go check out the College Park Skyhawks. So we will take a lot of photos from that and post those up, and I encourage you to uh, go check out the Skyhawks as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. For people who don't know, they are the G League affiliate of our Atlanta Hawks, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Got a really good friend that works for the team. He told me about some some uh, opportunities coming up to check out games, and I said, let's go check out some games. So me and uh, one of my nephews will be doing that. Uh, even if you follow me, at TheImpact99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram then uh, you'll be able to see a lot of those photos. Maybe we'll do some videos. I don't know what we're going to end up doing. We'll end up doing a few things here and there, but uh, you can follow it all those ways there. And, of course, you can find us anywhere you find a podcast, including Podcast One, Spotify, and the iTunes Store, and anywhere else you get a podcast. If there is a place that you get a podcast that you cannot find us, let us know. We will remedy that just as soon as we can. As a couple of you learned the other day, we were able to... Uh, we figured out that one of our links were not uh, completely uh, linked up, basically, and we were able to go in there and fix that and get you guys back on track. We appreciate it. All right. Before we get into pro wrestling, we've got to talk some mixed martial arts. And I'm going to start with UFC 283. It was Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. They gave us a fight, did they not? Did they not give us a fight? This was for the light heavyweight title. It was, in, it was, uh, you know, because Yuri Prochaska is injured. It was some kind of shoulder injury. Looks like he might be good to go by summer. 
But, I mean, did Jamal Hill control majority of the fight? Yes. At, at any time, did you think Glover Teixeira had no chance to win this fight? No. Actually, I thought all the way up until the last bell that he had the opportunity to win this particular fight. Uh, I thought he was behind on the scorecard and he needed a finish that he did not get. But I felt like Glover was, was very much in these. And, and the reason I'm going to say this, I'm going to ask this question again during another fight recap. And we're going to see if we have the same answer. I don't think we will. But congratulations to Jamal Hill. He wins unanimous decision, as he should have. I mean, he won, oh God, you, you would have to say three and a half to four rounds. And they were close. But uh, there, there were a couple in there that were definitely... Um, definitely more Jamal than Glover. Uh, and then Glover, uh, he goes ahead and retires right at the end of this. I felt like that he was probably going to retire in the next fight or so anyway. But what a run he had, man. What a just fantastic run. A lot of people say that it was hard for him to get into the UFC because in his prime, he was having a lot of visa issues and things like that. He was able to fight all over the U.S. and all over the world, just not for the UFC because of some uh, visa-related issues and things like that. Uh, he finally got his chance to get in there. Finally, just a couple years ago, gets the title shot. I think he didn't get the first. I mean, he didn't capitalize on the first title shot. Gets the second. Gets to be champ. But uh, I just think it's Jamal Hill's time. And I don't want to take away from either one of these fighters because they are both fantastic. Uh, wish all the best to Glover in his future endeavors. I uh, would still love to have him on the show if he would like to be on the show. We need to check out our list and see who else we can get on the show because uh, we just lined up a guest for one of our other shows coming up later on in the in the, uh, in the week. So we're going to start getting some more people on here. You guys tell me who you want on. I will try my best. I cannot guarantee anybody outside of myself it just depends sometimes it's it's scheduling just trying to get schedules together but uh, Jamal Hill he wins the light heavyweight title uh, Anthony Smith who was the backup for this fight missed weight it was uh, a little weird I don't think he's going to be punished per se but uh, I do think he's still going to get his fight that was promised to him in March I just don't think it's going to be against Jamal I don't know if uh, Yuri, maybe maybe Yuri is ready by then and they fight, or Yuri waits till the summer and, and faces Hill for the for the belt. We're gonna have to find out. the The light heavyweight picture is about as chaotic and foggy as the heavyweight is. Um, of course, we heard the fight announcement about that just uh, within the last week that it's going to be John Jones and uh, Cyril gone in that one with Stipe basically getting the winner. Finally, the world title will not be hung up as it has been with Francis. Wish the best to Francis. Uh, but uh, you held, that, that bell got held up for over a year. Um, they, they should have done something. That's that's unacceptable in my opinion. And I don't think it's on Francis. I think that was on the UFC. Moving on. 
we had the flyweight title fight as Brandon Moreno took on Devis and Figueredo. This one, unfortunately, was a doctor stoppage. It was it was unfortunate because these two always put together epic battles and fights. Um, it was it was fortunate though because uh, that was correct for the doctor to step in there and say, you know what, let's not do that. Let's uh, let's let's err on the side of caution here. And uh, Brandon Moreno is your new flyweight champion. He gets the TKO doctor stoppage victory. And uh, to me, this should be the last time these guys fight unless just absolutely there is no other option. Because this was Figueredo Moreno 4. Brandon Moreno now is 2-1-1 one, one in these contests. That should be it. That should be it. Uh, Moreno should face somebody else somewhere down the road. But, uh, like I said, they put together an epic fight. The doctor did stop this after round number three. Uh, really good fight, though. Just a really good fight. Shout out to Gilbert Burns with the first round submission of Neil Magny. Uh, Neil Magny is a great fighter. But uh, that arm triangle, when it got locked in, ooh, Gilbert Burns is a madman in the cage. And... I'm glad I'm not a welterweight. I'm glad I don't fight any of these guys, but I'm glad I'm not a welterweight because Gilbert Burns, I think if he can get the momentum behind him, he is he is going to jump up to the top very, very quickly. I don't have the rankings in front of me, and I don't really care about the rankings. Gilbert Burns is really good. He should be fighting for a title. I'll say it. Uh, Jessica Andrade gets a unanimous decision win over Lauren Murphy. This one should have been stopped. Um, after about midway through the second, so we'll say midway through the fight, not even that, before that, towards the beginning of round number two, I came to the realization, and a lot of you did as well, and I've heard some other people on other shows say the same thing, um, I like Lauren Murphy, I think she's a great fighter, but Andrade was putting such such a performance on her that from about the start of the second till the till the end of the third I did not think there was a chance for Lauren Murphy to be able to find a way to win this fight I just didn't see it outside Jessica Andrade uh, getting uh, pulled out of the sky by an alien and thrown into a ship I just I, I didn't I didn't see it and I, I felt like there should have been a stoppage I think there was a lot of excess damage that Lauren Murphy took and uh, I mean I just hope she recovers and I hope she's she's okay and she's good but uh, beyond that wish Lauren the best in, in whatever her future endeavors are going to be she is not retired yet that we know of I hadn't heard anything about that but Jessica Andrade in the women's flyweight woof I would put that performance and put her skill set right now against about anybody in the flyweight division and I think we're going to see, we're going to have a fight announcement pretty soon about her uh, being, being uh, maybe, you know, I, I, maybe a title picture here soon. She won't be next. We heard the other announcement um, about Shevchenko that she'll be fighting. Or, or did we? Did we get that confirmed? Producer Sunshine saying that is, she doesn't have that confirmed yet, so... When we have that confirmed, we'll talk a little more about it. But uh, good for Jessica Andrade and um, if you're Lauren Murphy, 
I would have a chat with my. I know fighters don't want to be taken out of fights, but you you gotta know about fighting for the next day. And uh, I would have a chat with my corner, and I believe her her better half is part of her corner, so I would have that chat. Um, great win for Johnny Walker in the light heavyweight division as he gets the KO TKO victory, just two minutes into round number one over Paul Craig. Uh, Johnny Walker just looked really good out of the gate, and Paul Craig looked he looked prepared for it, but uh, he just he couldn't. He couldn't find an answer fast enough, and he ends up um, on his back and out of this fight. Good for Johnny Walker. You know, Johnny Walker, it's, he was either hit or miss. As if he shows up and he's like this, and he's gangbusters. And if he, if, he, uh, if he doesn't quite show up and doesn't look prepared, then he, he just looks awful. And uh, for one, Paul Craig is kind of in the same boat. The difference is Johnny Walker can throw some hammers for his strikes. And... Uh, Paul Craig's got decent stand-up, we know that, but we know he's more about the submission game. Uh, Johnny Walker decided this wasn't going to be a submission, but uh, good for him on that. And if this Johnny Walker can keep it together, uh, there's another light heavyweight to throw in the mix that I would not want to have him on my radar if I was in that division. Um, good win for Bruno Ferreira. Tiago Moises got a good one. Brazil looked really good on this card for it to be in Brazil. Uh, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Gabriel Bonfim and his brother Ismael Bonfim as uh, Ismael got the TKO victory over Terrence McKinney, who was no slouch in the lightweight division. And Gabriel got the submission, both of these in round one, over Ornir Laze. Uh, great to see two brothers. They fight in uh, different weight classes as Gabriel is in the welterweight. But uh, how cool is it to see brothers do really well and uh, get get such dominant statement wins on the same pay-per-view? Um, Nicholas Dalby with a good win. Cody Stamen gets back on the winning track. Uh, Jalton Almeida. Just a, a fantastic card. Shout out to the UFC for throwing a, a great event in Brazil. Shout out to the country of Brazil for hosting such a great event. And uh, shout out to you guys for listening to me talk about the about UFC 283. Uh, now the next fight, they're off this weekend. The next fight for UFC Fight Night, UFC Fight Night is going to be Derek Lewis versus Sergey Spivak. That is February the 4th. Is that the one... That's in the Apex in Las Vegas. And that's... I think that's the one that's going to be super late night because I believe the entire main card is going to actually be on Sunday morning as opposed to uh, Saturday night. I think these, these are the ones that start late. Maybe this is the Korean... Asian card is what it looks like. A lot of Korean and Japanese fighters and, and uh, other... Okay. So that's what this one was. This was, It was supposed to take place somewhere over in Asia and it kind of fell through. So they just moved it back here. But they're going to keep the times in place. So if it normally would have been like a 7 p.m. start over there, then it'll be a, a 9 p.m. start here. Whatever it was going to be. I mean, I know the hours are not quite that. But uh, Derek Lewis versus Sergey Spivak in the heavyweight division main event. 
That's man, that's going to be a big one. I I would like to see Derek Lewis rebound, but he is a slight dog in that one. And we will talk more about this fight next week. But I think Spivak has the early inside track for that. In other news, the PFL, I believe this is tonight. They have week one of their Challenger Series that will feature welterweights. They are doing a Challenger Series, and they are doing a... Um, they got a PFL season, there's PFL Europe, and then they have the Challenger Series. That's, that's what all they're doing. And uh, the Challenger Series, it looks like they're all going to take place down in Orlando, which is uh, really awesome, down at Universal Studios in Orlando. My guess is that they're probably in a similar place to where TNA or Impact Wrestling like to do a lot of their events. But, yeah, week one is tonight. They've got some fun matchups. Uh, you can go to pflmma.com for more information on that. And the cool thing that they're doing tonight is they have the fans and the celebrity judges are going to vote on who deserves the contract based on the performances tonight. So if you're watching along, I believe on Fubo TV here in the U.S., uh, once again, pfl or pflmma.com will we'll find you a lot of information probably on how to watch and things but there is a fan vote that you can help decide who gets these contracts and uh, that's that's just a, a spectacular thing now we are going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to do a royal rumble preview we're going to talk uh some aew some new japan some impact wrestling and uh, get you out of here on a Friday night. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact York from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we are back. On Strong Style, I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. I want to welcome you guys back. Make sure to check out our friends at betonline.net as they have the betting lines, they have the wagering lines, they have the podcasts, they have um, the articles and all kinds. They do so much of the research for you so that you can, at the very least, be a more educated, uh, better fan. You can win your debates. Win all the debates. Even if you can't bet or choose not to bet, you can still go to betonline.net. They got so much information, uh, just spectacular. And make sure to tell them that Impact Media sent you. They love to hear that, and we love to hear from them that you told them that. I uh, spent the first part of the show, first segment of the show, was all about UFC 283 and uh, talking a little PFL Challenger Series as that kicks off. Tonight, I believe on Fubo TV, it's probably on as we speak or about to when, when we record this. But let's talk a little Royal Rumble. So far, the Royal Rumble card, and we'll refresh the page just to make sure we didn't miss something. We did not. Okay. So far, 
we uh, we have both Royal Rumble matches, and we have three uh, other matches. We're going to start with uh, Bianca Belair is defending her Raw champion Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. I kind of want Alexa to win. You guys know I'm not the world's biggest Bianca fan, but uh, you need to change it up. So even if Alexa is a, is a transitional champ, which I don't think she will be, she's already a former champ anyway, um, I think even if uh, the was it Uncle Howdy or Bray Wyatt or any of that stuff plays into it and helps her out, uh, you know, that could be the distraction or, or the lights could go out or whatever. And, um, I th you know, I just, I feel like it would be a great time to move the belt to Alexa. And that's, that's, that's my pick on that. Um, I just, I feel like Bianca has, has faced almost everybody outside of pretty much Charlotte Flair. And she's the SmackDown champion and nothing personal Bianca, but you don't, you don't want to bark up that tree. Uh, but uh, that would free up Bianca to do some other things here soon, and that would give uh, fresh opponents for the world title, for the Raw title. Up next for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, we have Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, of course, versus Kevin Owens. Any other time, I would say this would be a great time for Kevin Owens to take the belt away from Roman Reigns because whoever beats Roman not only they need to be special but it's going to be a special moment and it's going to be you know just instant boost that you beat the guy who's been champion for like two something two and a half years um, that being said he's already beat Kevin Owens before it would make no sense for him to beat him now and um, I, I think Roman Reigns takes this I think Roman is just at the top of his game. Kevin Owens is always at the top of his game. This is going to be a spectacular match. They are going to destroy each other. Probably a few ringside tables or other things too. I just think in the end, Roman's going to retain. It just makes the most sense. In a Mountain Dew pitch black match, otherwise known as probably a lights out unsanctioned match, so to say, Bray Wyatt is going to take on L.A. Knight. If it wasn't Royal Rumble night, I would say this match could steal the card. You've got two elite performers in a crazy, weird rule match of some kind, but I just feel like that this is going to have a lot to do with shadows and lights and uh, the lack of them. But I think in the end, Bray Wyatt's going to win. LA Knight is the perfect uh, first opponent for Bray Wyatt as he comes back. I think we're going to see Uncle Howdy. We may see Alexa in this one, too. We're going to see the Bray Wyatt family, so to say, start to build itself up. And it's going to be less of the furry friends and, and pets and, and those things and more actual people and, and wrestlers. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun, I think, and you guys are going to really enjoy the stuff Bray Wyatt is, is about to do. But I got Bray winning that one. In the women's Royal Rumble match, um, 
Let's see who is who is even confirmed to be in it and who would make sense. Uh, Rhea Ripley would be a good one to pick. Uh, Bailey would be a good one to pick. Even even Lacey Evans. It, it's probably going to be one of those three. Um, if Bailey wins, it would be because Dakota Kai and Io Sky probably helped her out. Um, I think if I had to pick, I mean, even Raquel Rodriguez would kind of make sense. I don't think Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan could, but I, I don't see it right now. Uh, as much as I would like Candice LeRae or somebody else to win as well, that probably is not going to happen. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bailey is going to win the Royal Rumble. And, um, let's see. Bailey versus Charlotte, that would be pretty good. Bailey versus Alexa, that would be pretty good. Bailey versus Bianca, that's probably if Bailey wins, and that's she'll definitely take on Bianca Belair, and that uh, that'll be that'll be pretty good. On to the men's. So I, I will say Bailey is my official pick. On to the men's. It was announced as early as just a few minutes ago that. Xavier Woods is going to be in the Royal Rumble. The Miz is going to be in the Royal Rumble. And Brock Lesnar. Well, now this changes things. Because Brock versus Roman. Sure, I'd like to see that one more time. At WrestleMania. Okay, that makes some good sense too. So Brock has got to be a favorite. Um, you go through some of the other ones. Not Drew, not Sheamus. They don't have enough. They don't have enough momentum going behind them. Braun Strowman the same way. Karrion Cross is probably two good feuds away from being considered a, t considered a title contender. Uh, Cody would be one to watch. Because Cody Roman would make, make a lot of sense. You'd get two months to build it up. Um, Seth Rollins. That, that could be pretty good. Uh, Bobby Lashley even throwing in there. I think Lashley needs a, another solid feud to do anything. Austin Theory is not ready yet. I think... Here's the weird thing. I don't see who I want to pick in this. But, let's see. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 of the 30 announced right there. Well, you got to think both Usos are probably in it, and Solo Sokoa. So there's three more, so that's up to 22. Uh, Sami Zayn, 23. Um, and some, some other, you know, Booker T might show up, or DDP. Uh, you know, just uh, some other fun, random people like that. But uh, I just mentioned who I think is going to win this. I, I keep saying it. I like... I think it was a Helwani who come up with it. I think Sami Zayn is going to win the Royal Rumble. Maybe maybe Brock Lesnar gets screwed in the end. It comes down to like him and Lesnar, and somehow they, they screw Brock, and, and uh, Sami Zayn wins. And then he takes on Roman at WrestleMania. We get two months to build it up. I think that could be spectacular. Of course, Brock would be a good backup. 
like I said, or Cody. Th those, it's one of those three. Those are the ones I will go with. Uh, official pick, Sami Zayn. And that is without seeing Monday's Raw or tonight's SmackDown up to this point. But that is who I'm going to go with. That's who I'm going to go with. So, watch the Royal Rumble. It is this, was it this Saturday or this Sunday? Let's look at that again just to make sure we get it correct. It is Saturday. Is this Saturday? Is tomorrow in San Antonio? So uh, make sure to check that out, and we'll see how my predictions do. You guys hold me to them. I usually don't talk about them so much on here, but you guys hold me to them, and I appreciate that about you guys. Let's go to NXT from last week. Um, Alba Fire versus Sol Ruka was a uh, a pretty pretty good match, really. Sol Ruka has been the cannon fodder for a lot of other more accomplished wrestlers. She's brand new, we know that. But uh, she come out with a decent debut, and then everybody ran over her for a while, like Indy Hartwell, and just, I mean, just just big big sister to her, basically, big brother to her. Uh, and then she, she gets to take on Alba Fire, and with the help of Isla Dawn, uh, Sol Ruka actually beats Alba Fire. But it seems like Alba was actually giving her the opportunity to have a good match and not making it a straight-up squash. And that's that's the difference between veterans and um, people who have just wrestled for a while. Good for Sol Ruka. She's, she's got some potential. She does some fun things. Um, we'll see where she goes, but with her being brand new, I think she's in a, a really good spot right now. Uh, Briggs and Jensen took on Gallus, which of course is Wolfgang and Mark Coffey. It looks like everybody fixed their visa issues because Gallus was back this week. And uh, Tyler Bate was back. And there was another one. Who is the other one? I don't remember, but there was four or so that were having visa-related issues. It was good to see them all back. Uh, Gallus defeated Briggs and Jensen. The tag division down NXT is is just off the chain. Just amazing. Uh, Thea Hale gets a big victory over Valentina Faraz. Uh, Thea Hale, I think she could she could really grab the the momentum rocket and ride that for a minute because. Uh, she does a lot of spectacular things. She is an uh, incredible athlete. So look forward to seeing what they come up with for her. Looks like New Day and Gallus, not just because Gallus won the tag match a couple weeks ago to qualify, but looks like New Day and Gallus, that could be a really good feud. It could also be how you get the tag titles off the New Day, so they go back to SmackDown, and uh, Gallus could, could help run this division for a while. Uh, Tyler Bate beat Javier Bernal, but it was good to see Tyler Bate back. I said it looks like they've all figured out their, their issues. And in the main event, Toxic Attraction took on 
Lyra Valkyria and Roxanne Perez and of course Lyra and Roxanne end up with the win in that one but that three-way dance is going to happen between Roxanne Perez and Gigi Dolan and JC Jane for the title it's going to be underrated you a lot of people are not going to give them credit but that could be a really really good match Uh, Impact Wrestling. We had Bully Ray being, well, Bully Ray. He tried to kick Mickey James out of the ring after Mickey was celebrating. Not only her career uh, accomplishment of winning the Impact Women's World Championship, but the fact that her career is still going because she won. Um... Then, uh, Mickey and, or Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles came, came out, and uh, between Mickey and Grace, they ended up uh, in, a, in a decent tag match. It ended up being Bully, Savannah, and Steeles versus Jordan Grace, Mickey James, and Kaz. And uh, in the end, Mickey gets the pin over Steels, and then Masha Slamovich comes out and gives her the uh, uh, the the picture, the your next picture, and Mickey basically slams it back in her face. And I, I thought that was fantastic. Mickey and Masha could be really good. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the person to retire Mickey James. But it would definitely, it's definitely going to be a feather in the hat of Masha to, to get to have such a good program with Mickey before she's on her way out. Not to be outdone, the very next match was Deanna Perrazzo, the Virtuoso, versus uh, Ashley D'Amboise. D'Amboise looked pretty solid there for a minute, but Perrazzo is still one of the best wrestlers in Impact Wrestling, and uh, she takes that victory uh, pretty, pretty well. Uh, and in the back, Ashley was talking to Trey Miguel. Trey Miguel was acting like the jerk that he can be. And he's interrupted by Mike Jackson. Yeah, lives up the street from where we're recording this right now, Mike Jackson, who challenged Trey Miguel for a match next week for his exhibition title. Good for Mike Jackson. He's getting some great TV play. And uh, for you people who have not seen Mike Jackson wrestle, tune in to Impact Wrestling. Uh, I guess it would have been last night's show. And uh, watch Mike Jackson work, man. He is. He is uh, tremendous. Taylor Wilde took on Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly gets a great bounce back win after returning after being gone for a little bit. And uh, Taylor Wilde is, is one of her favorites. So it was, it was really cool to see her get to face one of her favorite wrestlers. And uh, as good as Taylor is, she could not beat Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly could be fun down the road. But they're starting to stack up the kind of darker, brooding knockouts. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of push one to one side of the room, one to the other. If you have Masha, then you can't have Killer Kelly. You know, you can't you can't put a bunch of them all at once. So uh, Macklin defeated Dirty Dango. It's always good to see Dirty Dango, but uh, he brought the best out of Macklin. 
Macklin had to push a little more than usual and he ended up with the win there. But uh, good to see Dirty Dango on television. Mike Bailey ended up taking on Kenny King in what was called a pit fight. They basically took the ring, uh, they took the ropes off and they just kind of fought on a open stage. Yeah, Bailey won. I, I, I didn't get why we were even doing that, but, you know, kind of is what it is. Uh, just another weird, goofy stipulation match in Impact. It is what it is. Let's move to AEW Dynamite, where it opens up. It opens up with... Yeah, AEW Dynamite, uh, they they really bring the dynamite as they open up with Orange Cassidy defending his All-Atlantic Championship against Jay Lethal. What in a, just, I mean, just find your favorite synonym for exciting, for amazing, for just crazy off the wall. And uh, th this match was great. Lethal really plays into Orange and his shenanigans a lot. And Orange, when uh, when he's not doing his shenanigans, is actually a really, really accomplished wrestler. So, uh, great match overall, especially to start off. It set the bar so high. But wait till we get to the other matches. Because Orange retains here. And this leads straight into Top Flight versus the Young Bucks. Top Flight could be the new... Young Bucks in you know down the road years, but the Young Bucks are still the Young Bucks for a reason. Uh, Top Flight ends up with a roll-up victory in this, but I feel like these two teams are gonna are gonna fight a good handful more times here very very soon. I know I enjoyed it. I know you guys enjoyed it a lot, and good for the Young Bucks. They were able to put over the younger talent because that is the more important thing right there. It didn't cost them a tag shot. didn't cost them a belt. Uh, just were able to make the younger upcoming team look really good. Um, Jake Hager and his hat that he loves so much, the purple hat, Along with the JAS, they took or he took on Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks gets a win over Jake Hager. Ricky Starks is still standby, could be a a Cody Rhodes or better. And I like that AEW continues to push him because he is really good. Danielson took on Bandito. MJF come out and uh, you know ran his mouth a little bit here and there. Uh, Bandito is very, very good. There's a chance he could be wrestling out in the Atlanta area on a local show, maybe in March. If so, I'm going to try to make it down there because that show looked loaded last time I saw it. And I will tell you guys more about it as it gets closer. But Danielson ends up with the win there. Bandito still so good. But Danielson is just, he, Danielson might be top five in the world right now. Uh, Tony Storm beat Willow. Wasn't the world's best match, but it was okay. And Darby Allen defending his TNT title against Kushida. 
was just off the charts great off the charts great you get two performers who just understand how to put on the show they absolutely did that that moves us to AEW Rampage we open up with Ethan Page Ethan yeah Ethan Page taking on it's all ego Ethan Page taking on Jack Perry he's wanting to get away from the Jungle Boy a little bit so I'm gonna continue calling Jack Perry uh, good match Jack Perry ends up with the win more importantly as he's getting attacked Hook comes down there to save him they're they're not officially putting them as a team but it looks like they're gonna team up a, a handful of times and uh, those are two guys who who could benefit from hanging out with each other uh, the, whatever rift there is between Ortiz and Eddie Kingston we'll see what happens um, I don't know that Ortiz's partner Santana is coming back or if he is cleared to come back or anything like that but he's just kind of in no man's land so he needs to do something if it means he has to fight his buddy Eddie Kingston then uh, at least that means he's on TV because uh, they're running out of things for Ortiz to do he's been a tag guy for so long that they you could tell they just they're running out of stuff to do and that sucks because him and Eddie are really good it looks like all they want to do is split them Willie Mack took on Brian Cage uh, of course Brian Cage ends up with the win in this one but Willie Mack for people who don't know who Willie Mack is he looks like the guy who hangs outside your local convenience store and ask you a lot of random questions about unicorns and and uh, starfires and things like that and instead he he wrestles every bit as good as Brian Cage they can both do all the lucha moves and things like that and uh, this match was really really good it's like when you you created characters on your video games years ago and you take somebody as as big as the big show and you give him like Rey Mysterio's lucha moveset and you see like uh, you know Hurricane Rana's by a seven foot giant it's like yeah that's what Willie Mack versus Brian Case looked like it was spectacular uh, Jade Cargill wins another match against the, the Vanity sister I don't know she's that was about the most exciting part of that entire thing uh, and then Action Andretti takes on Daniel Garcia with Sammy Guevara down there. And Action Andretti, boy, they like this kid. They like him a lot. And he beat Daniel Garcia. Uh, Guevara was not helping at all. And uh, it's good for, uh, even with a name like Action Andretti, it's kind of hard to do a lot with. But uh, they really like Action Andretti, and the fact that he's he's beating a lot of the JAS tells you where they think he is as a wrestler. So that's that's uh, fantastic. Then that led to finally what might have been the best match of the entire week in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kazuchika Okada took on Switchblade Jay White. Jay White ends up with the victory and becomes the champion for his third time over there but this was 45 minutes of two guys unloading the entire kitchen sink on each other and it was just really 
really good. Or no, Jay White come in as the champ. Okada ends up with the win. I had that backwards. But uh, Okada ends up with the win. And then Takaji comes down. And Takaji basically says, yeah, I hate to rain on your parade. Congratulations on a well-fought victory. Um, I want to put my hat in the ring. I want to come for that title. And Okada will take on all comers. So Okada versus Takaji. Hopefully that happens very, very soon. And when it does, we'll be right here to talk about it with you guys. But that's going to do it for tonight. Appreciate all you guys tuning in each and every week to that sports show, to Board Check, and of course this show, Strong Style. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go watch wrestling. Go watch fighting. Deuces, gooses.